Welcome to Coaching Uncut, a special series on the Unstoppable Woman podcast, where I take you behind the scenes and give you a peek into the private coaching I do with my clients. All of these coaching calls have been recorded with the permission from my clients who have generously allowed me to share these with you as a way of helping more people in this world. They give you access to master level coaching and the opportunity to learn the lessons that they're learning right along with them. Please keep in mind that these recordings are not studio productions and the audio quality may be less than ideal, but the content will take you far and help you become unstoppable. With that, listen in and learn. Hey, how are you? Still on the on the men. But good. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> it's gonna take a, a little while. Okay. Good yeah. Lord. Possible I overdid it just a little bit yesterday. Yeah. But I got my five fifteen <laughs> email. You did it. it was, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm proud yeah. of me. Yeah, it was oh, it was exactly the same as the initial emails really about like the accelerator packages. It was just so we're like at the halfway mark with immersion. And so I was making, I was like take, doing a little inventory of like my key takeaways and breakthroughs from the first half so that I could like, you know, talk to you about looking forward in the second half. Great, um, I love it. And what, what did you come up with? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's such a long list, Amira. <laughs> oh, good. I'm so glad. <laughs> I mean, it's like, my journal is not cute, but it works for me. But it's eight and a half by eleven, and it's like a full page in my yeah. really crappy handwriting. You know, like one of the biggest things that it's like not until you pause and really look is like just how much expansion and growth I have experienced in six-ish weeks, and like how much yeah, more I trust on. myself. Tell me about that. So I noticed when I was negotiating the second contract with how easy it was. I was like, we can do it that way. That's going to be 75,000. That's fine. No wobble. And this, you know, it's I love for, that. For an accelerator package, <laughs> right? It's like, we are still talking about basically a day and they, and, and they had said, well, what if it's like half a day? And I'm like, I, we can do that. But that means I'm going to have to do the crafting with my team. So that's an extra 25,000. No wobble. Totally fine. And then, <laughs> that's great. Like, cool, cool. You know, like if you want that, let's do that. But six weeks ago, there's, you know, 25,000. I was looking back and like, actually my VIP plus three follow-on sessions, that accelerator package was $19,997. Now it's 25,000. And that feels like, why wouldn't you say yes to that? Whereas yeah. when I started, it was like, oh my God, am I actually going to say that out loud? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I find, I find that interesting. Because that's, that's really a $5,000 increase. Is that correct? Well, but even the 19997 was like, oh, my God, I don't know. Like what anything is, what in that initial. What you charged in? Yeah. Okay. So tell I me about the before, before. Yeah. And I what were I you never charging had... before for the, the equivalent kind of work? I should know this, but I don't. I don't have it retained in my head. I don't think you should know it actually in your defense. Um, because I had <laughs> never done it in this format. It was right, it was this like we're gonna meet weekly and it's gonna take six to nine months. 
Right. So I remember just, that how like weighty oozed, it was. It was weighty and it oozed on. Um, and how much was six to nine months? Um, it depended on the size of the organization. Again, this is the thing. It was like so, but sometimes you know around thirty, maybe. Yeah. So you pretty it, much. It, it was. I don't. I don't know. Double, tripled your 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 rates. Would you say? Yeah. If I yeah. I mean, if I had rates. <laughs> I mean, if I had like hourly yeah, or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, in terms of value, it's the same in some ways, but this format serves them so much more on every level because I'm much more energized about a day and three follow-up and you get the same, you, they're going to get the same value out of it. Yeah. Well, like I have bigger two clients right now from accelerating. Right. So much better value. Yeah. I have two clients right now that are in from the olden days. And I, and I could just, at every time I'm doing work for them, I have to really have a little chat with myself first. Here's what I want you to do with that, okay? Mm-hmm. Shift that into an opportunity. Okay. okay. So law of polarity, for every challenge, there's an equal and opposite opportunity. So there's a huge opportunity here. They're already an existing client. What if we transfer for your remaining whatever into this, right? What's the next level problem that they need to solve? Do you want to accelerate it? Normally my accelerator packages are X, but we can credit you PBQ to it and get everything that we are working on now done plus this. I feel like I've done that with one of them. Uh, there's a couple, there's contingencies on both of these. So it's not just me <clears throat> doing the work at this point. And with one of them, so I'm doing it with a colleague um, and he just has a much more fluid sense of time than I do. He would just kind of let things go on and on. And I was kind of like, I, I need to wrap this up. Like, what does that look like? And so we decided that we would do these, you know, four coaching sessions and they needed to be done by the end of August. Okay. So number two is today. So so that will wrap up. And the other one, we're in website development and I have a contract to the end of the year to just sort of be of counsel to them. Yeah. And then so if if there's other, uh, you know, opportunities with them, but I think the opportunity is really to wrap up the one and just, you know, make good on the other. Yeah. Yeah. The make good on the other, I would, I would ask yourself, what's the opportunity for them here? Yeah. How can I serve okay. them? What's the challenge with what they're doing and how they're going about it, whether it's this project or in general? Okay. Yeah. Because you're already in the door there. Mm-hmm. I was also going to ask their CEO for referrals. Mm-hmm. I haven't asked them for referrals. Yeah, um, that's a good idea. But he's a he's a big wig with a big network that doesn't overlap much mm-hmm. with mine. So I think that's a sales conversation and, re- and a referral conversation in one. Just wanted to check in with you, talk to you about how the project's going, share a few things that I'm seeing and places that we could up level. Right. Are you free for a conversation sometime this week? Okay. And then you have, how's it going? You ask questions show up a little bit as the expert. Here's what I'm seeing. Here's where I think you guys are getting stuck. 
would you agree with that? You know, get into conversation around that. Yeah. And and then you have an opportunity to sell an accelerator package. And if that's great, go forward. If it's not, you know, if it's not the right moment, um, it's totally worthwhile to ask for a referral. And, and you can do both at the same time. Though yeah. I'm, I'm often hesitant about, so there's something called the law of reciprocity, okay? When you do something mm-hmm. great for someone, they want to return that favor, okay? So if you're helping someone in a sales conversation, they're going to want to return that favor by enrolling in your service, purchasing your service, okay? It, it, you don't use this as a manipulative technique that yeah. undermines the whole, whole thing, okay? If you're doing it from a place of manipulation, if that's to come from, it, one yeah, doesn't yeah. work, you know, and it backfires, okay? But if you're really coming from a place of service in a, in a sales call, then they will want to reciprocate by buying your service. Now, if you then give them the opportunity to reciprocate by giving you a referral, you undermine your sale. Does that make sense? Uh, so I'm okay. always a little hesitant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think uh, I still have growth in like not trying to. Well, one of the things that I noticed was I still do this, but less so. And I think this is partially my good girl thing, which I'm still working through. Is like, um, I don't like it when other people feel uncomfortable. It feels like my work to make them feel comfortable. And so I, I leak a lot of energy <laughs> making others feel mm-hmm. comfortable. And I could see myself doing that. Like, oh, they seem uncomfortable with me suggesting that we up-level. So I'm going to go over here because this feels more comfortable. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, except the, the up-level that you need here is that it's your uncomfortable presenting yeah. this. Yeah. If you're I, not yeah, uncomfortable presenting this. Mm-hmm. If you're not uncomfortable Do you think that's just a matter this, of like, just the action, just the more mm-hmm. I do it, the more comfortable I'm going to get with being uncomfortable. I won't be, I won't too, be uncomfortable. <laughs> it's twofold. Let me finish my previous thought and then I'll answer this okay. one. Go for it. Yeah. If you're not uncomfortable, they won't be uncomfortable. They might not say yes, but they might say yes. Okay. It doesn't, being comfortable doesn't equate an automatic yes, but it does lend itself to that more than if you're uncomfortable, if you're uncomfortable, people pick up on that discomfort. Yeah. They become uncomfortable. They don't even know why they feel uncomfortable, but they start feeling bad about it. Okay. So you need to adjust your come from energy so that one, you are someone who is comfortable. And that happens to answer your question through taking the action again and again and again and realizing cause and effect. Right. I did this with this client. They signed up for this service. They got this result that was of service to everyone. Look at that. More life for everyone. You do that again and again. You link cause and effect. It makes it much less challenging to show up and offer your services. Okay. Now, in the beginning, 
it's not just about doing it. There is a just do it aspect to it, but it's also about changing, like I mentioned, your come from energy. Mm-hmm. Then you're someone who who liked being on stage as a youngin, as a as a youngster. I still right? do. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know you know how to act. Okay? Everyone actually knows how to act. They just don't choose to utilize that skill. But you can imagine feeling comfortable and being someone who's comfortable. Can you not? I can. Okay. So you imagine, and then you be that person on that call. And you'll notice in your imagination, you'll play out that conversation. You'll notice where you're going to be uncomfortable. You play it out differently in a way that's comfortable. And you keep doing that until you can envision it with ease. Now, then you're on the call. And you feel yourself getting in your body uncomfortable. And you go, oh, looky there. Okay. And you shift in the moment. You don't say, oh, I've gone down the rabbit hole. It's too late. You go, Mm -hmm. oh, I need to shift and remember who I am. In the beginning, it feels like acting. But the truth is, this is who you're stepping into being. And you're moving more and more into the truth of who you are. The yeah. other thing, this, this, this who's uncomfortable and feels like she has to make everyone else comfortable because she, but really it's about her being uncomfortable. That, that's not the truth of who you are. Yeah. Okay. I really took us down uh, a different direction than where you were going. So I want to circle back to your journal and everything you've done in the last six <laughs> weeks because I think it's, I think it's a healthy um, process and I, I'm, I would love to hear it affirmed. Sure. That was helpful, though, by the way. This is the luxury of um, putting together multiple calls as we have more time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the timing is impeccable on that. It's the halfway point. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Do you want to hear the list? Some of the yeah. list? I do. Okay. I do. We talked about my noticing about relativity and how 25K now feels like passes salt and pepper. Um, I think a huge one was that I won't lose love by being fully myself. Yeah. Big. That's big. That's big. Yeah. And that's still sinking in, but um, I'm in a very fundamentally different place with that than I was six weeks ago, for sure. Yeah. I'm going to say that that's going to, there's iteration on that. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You can put that under the iterative wax of the pinata category. <laughs> Let's not, let's not imagine this as a pinata that you have to beat. Well, come on, yeah. you get candy. You get candy after. Um, these are these are clearly not in order, but I'm just going to read them as they came to me. Um, was that not um, sort of hedging or not being explicit out of the gate about like I want to talk saying I want to talk to you about sales, but about something being about sales or how we might work together and me knowing what the shape that I want to take, I I still sort of hedge on that a little bit and that doesn't serve anybody. So I know that consciously and I still have work to do on that. Okay. I think that visualizing 
um, will help. Yeah. Um, yeah. The thing that I, I want to keep going through your list, but make a note for us to work on that. Okay. To bring that to another. Okay. 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 I mean, we could talk about it now. I want to hear your list. I'm not good. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, just the, and this is also like, this is just, there's, it's replacing scarcity with abundance and that that's a practice. Just the, um, the pervasiveness of my scarcity mindset was surprising to me. And now that I've seen it, I can't unsee it. And so I could quickly be like, oh, that's scarcity. And sometimes it takes me a little longer than that, but I'm really closing the gap on time at least realizing when that pops up, but all the different shapes that scarcity takes is uh, unexpected. <laughs> Pervasive. Yes. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Big one. Mm-hmm. Big one. That's a biggie. Just how the volume of my sales pipeline needs to be like seven to 10 X of my revenue goal. Yep. Isn't that fascinating? And it, like you're, yeah. you're, you're actually seeing the, the amount of, the ratios, the numbers. Yeah. It's, yeah. And that's great. It's not 5x. It's 7 to 10x. Yep. Great. And, that's and we're going to we're gonna yeah. close the gap on that. It's a great number. Mm-hmm. It's a great metric to have. We're going to close the gap on that and, and see how low we can go, right? And mm-hmm. and the other thing that I will share with you on that, that I, I'm going to reflect, maybe you also have this on your list, is that you're closing the gap on time so much more now, right? Like yes. the sale, yeah. the actual sales cycle, like how you would just let it sort of linger and wait and linger and wait. Um, you're closing that gap yeah. and not just being passive. So I think that's really important. Which for me relates to the discomfort, like me following up at the pace that I now follow up, I find myself feeling pushy. Um, so that's like definitely this me feeling less, uh, more comfortable um, is a growth edge because it keeps popping up in various forms. Yeah. We talked about this, but just the sheer volume of energy that I spend on making myself feel comfortable by making others feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah. I still notice my, and this is clearly this is the fucking theme because it's just coming up in all sorts of different ways. My toggle between directness and then being like, Oop, maybe I went too far. Oop. Like that, I'm stepping on the ledge, so it feels like the ledge, and then I'm going to step back. And then I'm going to go, and then I'm going to step back. It's funny because I work with my clients on that a lot because they'll come, you know, we'll come up with messaging that they're like, oh, I don't know, can we say that? I'm like, well, if you want to stand out and achieve your goals, you, you ought to, because people will notice that. They will notice it's like me now. <laughs> You're saying no one's going to notice that. It's starting to play out when that comes up, um, like the self-coaching becomes that I can actually find ways to pay for anything I desire. Yeah, and I don't, isn't that a big one? I'm, it's so big. Like, Amira, I cannot even explain to you how much money I have spent on myself in all sorts of various ways since joining, since the May summit, which is terrifying. And again, the relativity, like just thinking back to like, oh, you know, I want to buy that. I really need to upgrade my wardrobe, but like, you know, 
$50 for a blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, yep, boop, boop, boop. I just don't even think about it. And then I, yeah, what's, I, what's fascinating about that? Find a way to, yeah, of course you did. And of course you are. And you just closed, what was, what were the rates? It was a 75K contract. 75K total, so a 25K yeah. and a 50K. Okay, right? Not bad. Mm-hmm. Not bad, not bad at all. So, in, and you weren't doing poorly before, but your contracts were in the, you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollar range. So, yeah, I think thirty five you know, was my average. Yeah, for a lot more work over a lot more time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. That's the biggie. Yes. That's right. That's that's a huge difference. And huge. And huge but difference. my point is that it wasn't like you weren't making decent money before but you were in this complete scarcity mindset can $50 can I spend that on myself <laughs> and 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 I remember that I am not mocking you I remember when it was like every purchase was a self-worth decision yeah and I didn't realize that it was a self-worth decision I thought it was a you know a budget decision or a you know, do I have the money decision? But it was a self-worth decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. Okay. I love yeah, it. We have, we have a wedding next weekend. So something to know about me. I, I don't carry a purse. And, but you know, when you go to a wedding, you need a purse. Like there's just shit you have to put in your little purse. And mm-hmm. um, I, I found this purse. $220. So I looked at it a couple of times. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to look amazing. That's going to look great. Purchase. I would have dithered yeah. for weeks on that. And then I would have waited too long. And then I would have had to pay rush shipping. And then I would have felt badly. It's just like comical. I'm like, oh, I look great with my shoes. Yay me. Yeah. So let's break that down just ever so briefly because you already see it, but I'm just affirming it. Not only it. did you do it quickly, but you didn't waste the energy. The, the psychic energy, the mental energy, the emotional energy on it. That yes. energy, then I had go to that. business. Oh, okay. Okay. So then that energy, this is why I'm always like quick decision, quick decision, quick decision. Even yes. if you make a mistake, even if you buy the purse and it looks terrible and you have to send it back, it's still a savings overall in terms of that open loop cycling mm. yeah. it, it is huge it's huge so it, it it's it's quick decisions do the thing right and and you have a purse that you love and you're not paying extra for shipping totally get it <laughs> okay yeah i mean i'll give you another example just because we have the time and i find it hilarious too I'm wearing a dress that requires a strapless bra. I'm a 34 double D. This is work to find a strapless bra. (laughs) I have ordered so many various things to try to solve this like situation. In the past, I would have thought about this and kept thinking about it, but I would not have taken action. And this has um, offered a lot of moments of great levity because it turns out that some of the things that they tell you are going to work, like, do not work. 
like that bobbing in the ocean with my husband's um, vision. Um, but I do best when I really embrace single varied optimization, which is like I have, I am focused on one audacious goal at a time. One thing, like right now it is okay. revenue and sales to drive revenue. There's not a lot else going on aside from trying to find strapless bras with it. Um, and I used to feel guilt about that. Yeah. And you used to try and create new things, right? I mean, we've had a number of conversations yeah. about, should I be doing this? Should I be, I, I really want to do this. I'm like, nope. Focus here. Yeah. Don't, don't run from this. There's a skill set you need to learn here. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Um, and just being like, that's how I, that's how I operate. Um, rather than trying to be like, a, you know, other people operate differently. That works for them. Yay them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But not for me. That's my list. That's far as I got on that. That's an awesome list. I love it. I love it. Okay. So what was the thing that you wanted my insight on? Can you remind me what the thing I said to star and come back to was? Oh, I didn't sprinkle star it. Oh, I think it was um not being explicit out of the gate about what about yeah. like it's a sales conversation yeah like the hedging yeah and that yeah. I, I see that that doesn't serve anybody and I also see myself still doing it can you give me a context of where you're doing it where you think it's not the appropriate thing um well yesterday like I cherry-picked who I sent my emails out to um to be you know, folks that I had some sort of, like I've done work for that nonprofit association before. So I had some sort of existing relationship. Um, and I think in some ways that was strategic. And I also noticed, especially by the fifth one, when I was really exhausted. Um, so I think there is like, I need to be doing these when I am, you know, back to energy, like when I'm in the right come from energy, yeah. <clears throat> not feeling like I need more ibuprofen. Um, you know, that, that that the video that I would make was more like, just want to see how we might partner. And there's nothing per se wrong with that. But I don't feel, I feel like it was, they got more open. Like, I just, you know, want to see how we might collaborate. I, you know, I see you're having your annual conference. Would you, you know what I mean? Like, it got more open as I got more tired. Yeah. And so instead of saying, and I don't like, know, I see that you you're having your annual conference. I'd like to put my name in the hat to, you know, speak at your event. I think it's a good fit for this, 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 and this reason. 
right? Like all of right. that is yeah. much more directed. Okay, got it. Got it. Yes. And, you know, those emails are going to the CEO or executive director, depending, um, but the top dog. Uh, and so they don't, you know, they're not the ones who pick the speakers. So I don't know that it was like, uh, I actually still think of a, a strategic approach because the CEO is going to have a more holistic um, view of how we might partner. That is, that's a real thing. Um, and I also think it was more comfortable for me. Yeah. So a few things there. Do you want to be sending it to the event coordinators instead of the event planners instead of the CEOs? It might be worth it. I think when we talked about the strategy, there was a call and figure out who the right person to talk to is. Steph, I can't um, remember that now. But yeah, I don't either. To call the organization and find out who who's putting together the annual event. Who would I speak to about that? Yeah, so if uh, if it is exclusively focused on speaking, I think having get that information would would be the right way to go. The other way that I could partner with state associations is by offering, you know, doing the accelerator um, for yeah. their members. At the conference? Um, at the conference or not. I mean, most of them have, all of them have um, education okay. so offerings. Then that's a, th then that's, so that's two different things. Okay. So, mm -hmm. Let me ask you specifically, did you have the did you was the loom to the CEO about speaking or just collaboration? It depended on who the CEO was. So like, for instance, one of them, it looks like they're having a conference in October, but there's like no information on the website. So I explicitly said, hey, looks like you're having your annual conference. I couldn't find information about that. But if you're still looking for speakers, I'd love to have a conversation about that sooner rather than later. Okay. For some of the other Mm -hmm. Yeah. For some of the others, they like are having their annual conference. You know, and so I tried to pick ones that it's not. So I mean, back up. nonprofit associations have their annual conference either in the fall or in the spring. Mm -hmm. um, but once they're in the fall, they're locked and loaded. Um, they already know who the yeah. others are. So I picked people with whom I like had some sort of relationship and their conference was in the spring. Mm -hmm. um, so I, you know, would generally say like, Looks like you're going to have your annual conference in the spring. That's really exciting. If you're looking for speakers, I'd like to have that conversation. But then I always, there was this offer of like, but just generally speaking, um, you know, I want to explore ways to collaborate. Like just finding them off the hook a little yeah, bit, which yeah, of course is letting like myself off the Collaborate hook. is, yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm going to go whip, whip, whip. Like you're, if you're reaching out, so I would look at these and I would do it different. Like I would figure out okay. who the organizer of the conference is and send a speaker loom email to that person. Okay. There's a little extra step. Do that. Okay. To the CEOs, yeah. To the CEOs, that's an outreach. Hey, this is, hey, so-and-so, my name is you don't know me, but I work with organizations on this, this, and this, and I wanted to connect with you and talk to you about what might be going on for your organization around and the the cost involved with not having, you know, what I, what I find with my clients is that I save them over X 
50% of headcount expense by dialing in their communications and getting this result. If you'd like to have a conversation, I'd love to set that up um, to just explore what's going on for you in your organization. Here's yeah, a link to set up, nonprofits in your set up a, what's that? Yeah. Well, what they care about is nonprofits in their state. That's the my office focus of Yeah, these are these are CEOs of organ of they're they're this the head of the board. What are they a CEO of? They're the CEO of the their state, and so their their job and their focus is serving nonprofits in their state. Mm hmm. And who they pays care them? about their organization? But. Yeah. Okay. And do they have a team? Yes. We'll have the team. Okay. So sometimes they have a big team, sometimes they have a small team. Um, mm -hmm. So that's that's a possibility. Okay, I, I misunderstood who they were, but they probably don't have a big enough team to pay you. Correct. Correct. It's ironic because they they do a lot of education and capacity building for, but they don't actually invest in themselves very much. So then you have to figure out how you are actually collaborating with them. Would you want to do a webinar for their members? So then it's then it's about um, I'd, I'd love to do a value add for you as the head of you know the the organization manager right the association manager whatever the title is okay mm -hmm. yep. and um do a training to your members on X Y and Z do you think that would be a value and would you like to explore that? I think that's still for the like the person who is, organizes the conference usually organizes all learning opportunities. Okay. Um then you don't need to be talking to the CEO. What's the collaboration there? I don't know. Actually yeah. okay. I mean I think this conversation is clarifying that just because that's who I have there um contact for, but I can have go back through and get the contact for the conference organizers or the events for the learning manager. Okay. Great. Check. Um, check. Yeah. So my next six weeks, like my big goal is still dialing. So I put sales dialed in and wobble free, um, which means continuing to grow my pipeline. And then, um, and then I like to list it out all the, the near term things to do. Another audience has popped up, which could be lucrative, um, and I'm resisting hopping down that bunny trail, <laughs> mm -hmm. and so that I just stay focused on the on the the list that makes the most sense, and then I can table this next audience for like Q4, Q1 of 2023. Okay. So sales without wobble, focus on the mm -hmm. list. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a good plan. I have zero, zero to add to that. <laughs> I'm with you. Um, yeah, okay, great. Anything, I mean, is that, if, I mean, now you know me, is there, what else would you say, maybe not so much on the outer game, but on the inner game pieces? Do you feel like there is anything lurking that is not as on my radar as it needs to be to be successful with all of that? I think you're working through it. I don't know that there's like something new or different. I think you, the conversation we had yesterday about why am I not doing my outreach 
why am I in avoidance? Mm -hmm. It's just something to pay attention to. And you get kudos for recognizing that you're in avoidance. Like, affirm that. That was, a lot of people don't realize it until three weeks later, two months later, six months later, that they've been in complete avoidance. It didn't take you that long. So go you. And then when the discomfort comes up, you know, using the the adage, speak truth to power, right? Like there, there's something in you that is manipulating you. There's a belief that's manipulating you and you have to speak truth to that. And so I would use your intellect, what you're learning from this coaching, the laws, all of that, and seek truth to it. The truth is, and and not to allow it to be just the way it is. Let me explain what I mean by that. And this is advanced, and it's also not to direct you not to come to me with an issue. Okay, don't want you to interpret it that way. Do we have a little pinky swear on that? Thank you, promise. Okay. Okay. (laughs) That you, let's use the example from yesterday where you're like, I realize I'm not making my outreach. I'm in resistance to it. Mm -hmm. What's going on? And in that moment, on the one hand, it's useful to figure out what's going on. On the other hand, we figured out what was going on previously. You're just not doing it. So there's this moment where you just have to, instead of going, oh, my God, what's happening, right? So I just need to go do the thing. Like, that's the next up level. And the reason I said it's not don't come to me with your issues. I'm here to help you, okay? Yes. But the but the up level is, oh, look, we talked about this. I'm still not doing it. That must mean that I just need to do it, okay? There's like a little, like you, you change, the, you use your intellect to change your belief, constant-based repetition, mm-hmm. shift it, right? Do the identity shift, and you mm-hmm. actually have to mm-hmm. take the action yeah. To lock it in and, and be that person. So like yesterday, I think it, and he was saying, I'm still going to have to work on this. The truth is I still hold residual beliefs that don't have the money. Therefore, I'm not prioritizing outreach. But the truth is they have paid for my, <laughs> they have gotten me easily to six figures my entire career. And I just need to have more deal flow, bigger Bigger sales pipeline. Yep. Bigger sales pipeline. Yep. Bigger sales pipeline and larger contracts. Yeah. And they don't even have to be supremely larger because like one of them was 25. That's totally in the same ballpark that you've been selling before. You're just, the the deliverable is less than, instead of it being nine months, it's, you know, one day and three follow-up sessions over the course Mm -hmm. of a month. Right? Yeah. Right. That's, If you, that's like closing the gap, right? You can do so many yeah. more and it's high yeah. energy. Yeah. Yeah. It's high energy. I think that's another mm-hmm. theme for the next chunk is just being even more attentive to my energy. 
Absolutely. I love that. Where it goes and how I can really use that to my advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that's the up level for you that, and it's discernment. When do you need mm-hmm. to take action? When do you need the the deep inner work, the the identity shift, the belief shift, the perspective shift, right? That like much yeah. of what we've done is like the, changing your perspective. Oh, I get it. And then you have to lock it in with action. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have the perspective shift. You still feel the oil and water um, feeling inside that sort of this, this, these two things don't mix. I'm still uncomfortable and you still have to take the action in the face of the discomfort. Yes. Okay. Because I feel like I'm definitely closing the gap on time when the, like, the awareness to the perspective to what the shift needs to be. So what I'm hearing you say is now let's focus on closing the gap of time between the, the, that and then the taking the action to actually shift the perspective. Correct. Taking the action to lock in the new identity. Yeah. Yeah. To being the, being that person who lives that way. You've heard me say living the laws, right? It's not just the intel. There's a lot of people who do intellectual understanding, but they don't put it to the test. They don't actually live the laws. You actually have to live them to truly believe them. Otherwise, yeah. when push comes to shove, you're going to go right back to your old way. Yes. Yeah. And I definitely thought that was going to say yesterday. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. huge. That's huge because I was like, okay, because there's going to be a lag. There is a lag time between landing these contracts and actually getting paid. And yet I still have to pay bills. So I have a lag right now. And I could feel myself being like, right, because it's not working. Like, see? And I was like, nope. Not going there. I may not like how I yeah. have to pay these bills right now. And look, I paid them. It's fine. Yeah, you paid so them. Pay my and... credit card's down to zero, which is I every month I like to pay my credit cards down to zero. And I'm gonna have yeah. to split the balance for a few months. Okay. Yeah, but you I have to feel myself that you're Yeah. You're also supporting your husband's business, right? You're doing a lot of things. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So, but you're up-leveling. So, like you said, deal flow. Okay. Deal flow. Okay. Like, deal like with the deal sometimes flow. It's, yeah, sometimes it's in our game. Sometimes it's like, I just need to get my deal flow going, which is exactly yeah. what you're working on. Okay. Um, I think I'm just also, I love the reflection. I love working on the inner game. So again, I come back to the mm. theme of like, that's actually pretty comfortable for me. Mm. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. So I think in order to be on my growth edge, I, I need to push myself more in the outer game in some ways mm-hmm. and not sit in my comfy little nest and journal. Not that that's a bad thing. I will continue to do that. Um, you need both. You need both. Yeah. But yes. I take your point and I agree. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Bye. Bye.
I hope you thoroughly enjoyed this episode of Coaching Uncut. Let us know in the comments what you learned and how you can apply it to your own life and business. We absolutely love hearing from you. And we also love receiving your feedback. So thank you in advance for your likes and reviews. They really help us connect with more women who need this information to help them scale. So much appreciated for that and taking the time to do that. Now, if it's go time for you and you're ready to scale your life and your business, then I want to offer you up something. I want to offer you access to our Be Unstoppable Facebook group. We drop daily and weekly resources in this free group that show you exactly how to scale, what you need to be doing differently. So if you want access to that group and it's go time for you, go to theunstoppablewoman.com slash Facebook group and that will redirect you there. So theunstoppablewoman.com slash Facebook group, no spaces, and start by getting your copy of the scale plan, which lives there and it's totally free. So go do that now and then tune in to the next episode and continue to be unstoppable.